0: Hey everyone, just wanted to sneak in before our Season 2 premiere of Goats and Dragons to let you know about our brand new podcast feed, Helpful Goat Presents, a games and gaming podcast. That feed's going to have a bunch more game-related content for you, including our playthrough of the one-page role-playing game Big Gay Orcs, which was a lot of fun, as well as other shorter Dungeons and Dragons campaigns with whole new characters going on whole new adventures, starting with Waterdeep Dragonized. So please check it out and enjoy the episode. Thanks.
1: Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome.
2: Hello and welcome to Goats and Dragons, the streamer Helpful Goat Gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons, a game of shared storytelling where I try to kill my friends. I'm Andrew Gilbert, the benevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Gaming, but tonight I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. And I'm not alone. With me, as always, is the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat, Galway, playing the tiefling sorcerer Charity. Hey everybody. Adam, playing the halfling rogue Burbage Kemp. Hello, hello. Lena playing the Goliath Barbarian Stormbringer. Hi. And Darcy playing the Tiefling Cleric Akari.
1: Time to make some trouble.
2: Indeed. (laughs) All right, everyone. Welcome to Season 2 of The Fates of Rin. Mm. Still following the family, of course, and all their shenanigans. Uh, We've introduced a new uh, permanent cast member in Darcy. Uh, and are excited to play this uh, sort of overarching, yeah, overarching arc of the campaign of the Fates of Rin. Um, And as our first sort of arc centered on Vimaris' prophecy, um, this one is centering on something that will soon be uh, made a little bit more clear. Um, So that was vague, but yes. Uh, And we have begun to publish our adventures as a podcast. Uh, You can just search Goats and Dragons wherever you get your podcasts. And ours is the one with the awesome-looking goat on it. You can always find our Twitch streams on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. And a word of caution, if you are up to date on the podcast, please know that we live record uh, this podcast far in advance of where we're publishing them. So, please be warned, um, we don't want to spoil anything for anyone. So with that, let's begin tonight's episode of goats and dragon ba, 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 there's music here dun, dun, dun. somewhere there's music dun, 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 dun. on Goats and Dragons. A couple months ago, four strangers were summoned to the Temple of Rin in Federo. These four were tested by an elderly gentleman named Ponwe Elvor to retrieve a plant from a mysterious island guarded by two very protective dragon turtles. It seemed as though the island and perhaps the flower itself were sustaining a type of hatchery for the dragon turtles. But with a quick solving of a riddle, the group made it back to Federo with the plant. Of course, they passed with flying colors and were enlisted to help Pone Way with a much more serious problem. The fire blight spreading across the land. A mysterious force or disease whose final stage effects are burning entire cities to the ground. Something about this feels familiar to Vimeris as well, who has, all of his life, been plagued by a prophecy, one that showed giant white tower with a flag depicting a pale spider above it, and below, white sands hid a city whose citizens were frozen and preserved in time, specifically a halfling, a tiefling, and a goliath. Soon the group set out on a trek toward the small coastal town of Cliff Mill to retrieve a flower that Ponwe believes would help him save Federo from the fire blight. Along the way, they traveled with a caravan as to avoid suspicion. It appeared as though there are many who do not wish to have seen Ponwe succeed in his endeavor. The group meets many friends along the way, as well as many enemies. The caravan itself contained a host of mysterious individuals, including two incredibly odd Azamar, with turtle tattoos, who seemed to smile unnaturally wide at the group. The travel was harsh, dangerous, and ultimately molded these four into fierce forces of nature who could not be deterred. After learning about Vamaris' prophecy in his past, the others seek to modify their own recollections of the past through a mysterious and magical waterfall. Certainly, this modification had a profound effect on all of them, and it was from this moment on that Vimeris began to be even more aloof and brooding. The family, as they were now called, traveled to the seaside village of Cliffmill, where they were to retrieve the plant. However, it appeared as though Ponwe had sent several groups after the plant, promising riches to each of them upon their return. This sudden convergence of adventurers into a small village decimated any chance at normalcy for the townsfolk who lived in fear and under constant threat. The group talked their way into the underground temple and began searching for the plant when they came across two familiar faces. The oddly wide smiling faces of the Azamar these beans said only one word family and pointed down the winding hallways as the group made their way down the corridors and past the riddle guarding the doorway into a mysterious chamber the Azamar followed close behind and when the plant came into view they transformed into their true selves giant dragon turtles. Trapped underground with two foes vastly more powerful than themselves, the family was barely able to stay alive during the fight as Vimeris made his way in the chaos toward the mysterious plant. As a druid, he tapped into its magics, opened up the bulb itself, and activated its immensely powerful core. As he knew this was exactly how his prophecy was to end vamaris said a few awkward and short farewells to his friends the plant overtook him and grew upward fast and encapsulated the two dragon turtles in ice and froze them alongside the body of vamaris in the immediate aftermath of the event in shock the family went about helping the people of the town and in the light of the next day, when people began to arrive from all over the area to gok at the giant white ice tower that now protruded from the center of town, a familiar face rolled into the tavern, that of Hakaris, An odd tiefling who's damn handy in a fight, but also a loner in, in the very essence of the word. As Hakari burst in, already a bit drunk from the growing festivities outside, She was excited to see the family again. Hikari has been searching for a final piece of her own puzzle. A necklace of purple and pink crystals. This search took her toward Cliffmill as she heard about this gathering of powerful adventurers all in the same place at the same time. When one of the bodies that was killed by the ascension of the Ice Spire began to walk around and talk again, the family, incredibly tired and depressed, Was called upon again to save the people that were gathered outside. Charity took this as the moment to claim the town in the name of the family. He levitated a small flag of the symbol of the family toward the tip of the ice in the middle of town, replacing the strange symbol of a pale spider. The group adjourned once again to the tavern, contemplating their next move. An exhausted Burbage went straight to his room, that was offered to him by a kindly barmaid, and as Charity ruminated with Stormbringer about what to do next, he, he thought about how the attempt to retrieve the plant for Ponway had failed. What else mattered now though? vomaris had been wearing a necklace of gentle repose. His body was not going to decay in the ice. If only there were a way to, to get to him, Charity would be able to resurrect Vimeris. But alas, there was no way through the ice. Normal fire could not melt it, and any chip that Stormbringer made with her battle axe immediately repaired itself. As they contemplated this impossibility, Hikari overheard them, and let slip in her boisterous and drunken state that there was indeed something that could melt the ice. She knows because it was the thing that last killed her Hellfire a fire hot enough to burn fire itself certainly a hundred percent it could free the from the ice overjoyed at the smallest glimmer of hope re- that was restored to a frankly broken charity he bounded up the stairs to tell burbage he knocked on his door and yet there was no answer he picked the lock and entered the room The window was open and a candle was burning next to a freshly written letter that, in oddly coded language, explained that Burbage was leaving. His despair had gotten the better of him and he could no longer, quote, be in the shadow of the ice. With this, he said his goodbye and even asked Hikari to watch over his family in the coded script of Thieves' Camp. Charity, Hikari, and Stormbringer immediately took off after him, following his fading tracks into the dark and cloudy evening as the rain washed away more and more of the traces Burbage left behind. Eventually, they came upon Burbage's horse. However, Burbage was not with it, and the family had no idea how long they had been following simply a horse Burbage could have gotten off back in Cliff Mill. He could have gotten off anywhere in the woods along the way. Even a tipsy, drunken thief is quite hard to pin down, it seems. However, Charity, knowing so much about Burbage, believed that he knew where he was going. The way the letter mentioned the word die and field... Knowing Burbage's past in his hometown in Diefield, Charity was sure that this is where Burbage is heading. Although he also knows that the troubles in Burbage's hometown might have been forgotten by Burbage himself in the waterfall as he had modified his memory. And so perhaps Burbage was walking into something he wasn't quite prepared for. Nevertheless, it did them no good to go anywhere at the moment and, and the rest of the family and Hikari returned to the town. They helped them set up some defenses in a defenseless town. As Charity began talking to the mayor of Cliff Mill, he learned very quickly that there was very little food left. Most of the armaments had been taken by the adventurers Most of the town's guard had been killed by the adventurers. This is all of a sudden a very, very popular spot with very little to defend themselves. Charity, along with Hakari and Stormbringer, began to contemplate ways to protect the town in their absence as they went after Burbage. They thought they could get to Cliff Mill much quicker by boat. And so Stormbringer went ahead and led the efforts to repair the boat itself with the help of some townsfolk. Charity specifically went around and casting a wall of stone around the town itself created a fairly secure perimeter of stone that was easily defensible. And Hikari herself called upon her own god in order to make hallowed ground around the spire. It took her about 24 hours to cast a spell, and an eerie sort of silence now falls on the area around the spire itself. Eventually, as the town began to feel more protected, the boat was repaired. A few people from the town had gathered what supplies they could for some of the sailors of the town who could help sail the Blue Joke. They also loaded up some valuables and and monies from the town to be able to buy supplies and return them to Cliff Mill after the family had found Burbage. But very quickly, the, the town being secure, the family set out into the waters, leaving the sort of misty town of Cliff Mill behind. And there was something now calming as the ice spire behind them kind of disappeared into the clouds. The waters around them were calm. The winds were with them. And they sailed fairly quickly toward Diefield. So now, after... About a week of not being able to see Burbage and getting everything prepared and making the trip all the way to Diefield with very little complication. The very large blue choke, the giant ship, coasted very quickly into the docks of Diefield. The family and Hikari step off of the giant ship. And they set themselves on the land in front of generally small warehouses in this in this small docks district. The town behind them had a small stone kind of barrier. It really wasn't a wall. It was something they had seen in Shersto as well. It's, it's really more of a large, thick stone fence. It really only went up about four feet. And beyond that... There were somewhat taller buildings than normally you would understand for an entirely halfling village. There are lights on. There are fires. This village seems pretty, pretty lively. And you pull into the village. Around dusk, the sun is setting behind you. Stepping off of the blue joke, onto the sands of the dock area. You have now arrived in Diefield, where you believe Burbage might be. What is it you would all like to do?
3: I'll probably turn to the halfling crew. Um, yes. Like, do, do any of them have any experience of die
2: field? Uh, a few of them do. Yes. Yeah. So they could give it's us, kind of us a general a directions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. They say, "Oh, where would you like to go?" Well, we can kind of point you where you want to go.
3: Where might we be able to get news of the town, and also
2: where might travelers go?
4: Yeah, like a visitor um, center or something?
2: I mean, most people would just go to the tavern probably. Um, that would be the short shaft, uh, and that's just kind of within the gate to the right. Um, it's kind of a larger building.
3: Which, are they pointing to the, the sort of Western facing, or the eastern facing gate, or the northeastern gate.
2: Oh, uh, the gate nearest you. Yeah. Okay.
3: Um. We're like, okay, very good. Uh, do you all think you can handle the purchase of supplies for the town?
2: Aye. Oh, we could totally do that.
3: Good. Uh, see to that. You know that you know the needs of your town uh, best, and make sure that we're ready to set sail on potentially very short notice. Aye, of course. Thank you. I'm going to sort of look at Stormbringer and Hakari. Well, I guess we should go look for our little friend. Also, worth noting, we probably shouldn't use his name.
4: Yeah, um, what should we call him though? I Burbag. <laughs> I like Burbag.
3: That's actually not terrible. But I was also Theodric thinking...
4: Theodric Attaché or whatever that was that he came up with?
3: Theodruxac.
4: Theodruxac.
3: I don't think that that sounds like an actual name.
4: I think it sounds like a halfling name. <laughs> mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. No. I also think we have
1: plenty of alcohol that we can sprinkle along the ground so he can... Yeah, and sniff it.
4: Yeah, it's like breadcrumbs except for alcoholics. Yep.
3: yep. Yep. So charity has a look on his face that is simultaneously slightly pained, but also like I see the wisdom of this. Um, he's gonna say, uh, "I think that it might be best if." We make perhaps discreet inquiries as to a traveler matching the description of our friend is here. And I'm actually gonna like hold up one of Burbage's um, spare bags. Um mm-hmm. and say, uh, we could say that he was a traveller passing through Cliff Mill and we were also headed this way, and he had left this behind, and the innkeep asked if we could look for him.
4: Okay, uh what are we calling him? Theodrucksack? Uh
1: kind of cool, but wasn't it Burbat? What was it? Burbag?
2: Burbag. <laughs>
1: Burbag. I
3: mean, it's pretty I like, close to Burbage. You I, I like we a, might. Uh, we might go with Theodruxac. It's more okay. different. Okay. Or was it Atashadric? The vote was never uh, conclusive. I think
4: I think we voted on Atashadric, but then it was a tie. <laughs> I liked so, Atashadric.
3: Yeah, and, and so did I, but we're really kinda stuck let's vis-a-vis family parliamentary procedure here. We <laughs> there wasn't a name for the gambit, so
4: Okay. <laughs> it's
1: weird. It's like I can hear
3: <laughs> Burbag
1: attached face or whatever laughing somewhere.
3: Let's let's Look. go with Theodruksak, because I feel like that's closer to being an actual name.
1: And it's weird okay. to remember.
3: Yeah, so,
1: but. Theodrexac.
3: But more to the point, we'll, we can sort of just describe him and see if there's any travelers right, who can I come mean, in. that's
4: going to be hard for them because halflings all kind of they look don't. like Burbage. They really don't. Not Burbage. Theodrexac.
3: Oh, God. This is going to go <laughs> so poorly.
4: Okay. No, we got this. We'll find him. It's just <sighs> like finding a halfling in a halfling stack.
2: You <laughs> see a halfling uh, over here going into. Um, a place that you see the sign above it say it's uh, Taurink Receivables, uh, and he's just carrying um, a few crates from a small, much smaller boat uh, into this kind of warehouse-looking thing.
4: Does, does the halfling look like Burbage to me? Y-
3: yes, to you, it, it, he does. Does the halfling <laughs> look like Burbage to me?
2: No, he's got a beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, Burbage could have grown a beard. Burbage could have grown a beard, sure. But he's small and he's got kind of brownish hair.
4: You guys, I think maybe that was him just in disguise. Did you see that guy? Can I tell the difference? Okay. (laughs) Um, I
2: don't
1: think that's him. I also do not think that this is him. sprinkle alcohol and see if he comes. Okay, okay. I, I take a little alcohol and I start sprinkling it, like walking his way a
2: little bit. Right. (laughs) <laughs> it's a pretty strong alcohol You have, take a uh,
1: drink and pour one
2: out for Yeah, you own. have some whiskey there um, But you don't see any halflings Being drawn to it
3: right. I feel like we're confusing looking for Our lost family member with looking for A lost cat
4: Cats don't like alcohol charity
3: <laughs> uh, Actually, Hakari would know that um, I <laughs> Charity has now switched infernal. to Swearing in Infernal <laughs>
4: What does it mean?
3: Just, oh, for fuck's sake.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, um, so let's go to the tavern and find Theodraksak. Yes.
3: The sad part is this is going slightly better than I'd anticipated. <clears throat>
4: uh,
3: so I will be keeping my eyes open as we're going along. Um, actually, as a question uh, for the DM, yeah. uh, how many uh, boats are at harbor besides the blue jug?
2: The blue joke, um, which has to be parked out a little bit more, uh, and then just one other sort of small fishing boat.
3: Okay. Um, So, yeah, we'll probably head more towards the town. All right. I'm just going to move myself along. Assume I'm looking, and if there's something important, you can just tell me to go there. Absolutely.
2: (laughs) Right now, you're just seeing some um, halflings, and a few tall folk uh, are just kind of... um, looky, uh, they sort of are watching you come into the town area. Um,
1: Looky-loos.
2: Yeah, there are a few looky-loos. They don't seem to be hostile or anything. They're just kind of curious. Um, and it seems like everyone's kind of putting away their shops and getting everything in for the night. Um, Charity, as you pass this sort of odd stone wall here, you sense some sort of barrier magic. Interesting. Uh
3: do i have any sense of like what that barrier is what it does
2: uh give me an arcana check
3: cool uh i'm also gonna i have guidance on myself as per usual uh so i'm just gonna cast that spell once we just do this once for people who are watching the stream because otherwise i'd basically constantly be casting guidance um and andy is kind enough to not make me try to figure out what is one minute per uh (laughs) like, described roleplay. But Guidance is a cantrip, it's concentration, uh, you can touch a willing creature, and they get to add a d4 to to skill checks, which is real useful for times like this. Uh, That is 23 plus 4 for a 27 Arcana check.
2: Very nice. Yeah. It is a a barrier that keeps certain warded things from crossing it. So if, if something matches the ward, that is uh, on the barrier of this town, it cannot cross this barrier.
3: Do I have any sense of what those might be?
2: Uh, you're not exactly sure. You'd have to, you could probably recognize it if you saw it, but you couldn't necessarily kind of create it. Does that make sense?
3: hmm Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Uh, I, I meant, uh, what things are being excluded?
2: Oh, that you're not sure. Okay. Uh, it, it'd just be some sort of seal sigil. That would be on certain things Um, so maybe I mean it's hard to guess but maybe if they there were dock workers or something that were like oh this can't come into town let's slap the seal on it Mm. and it can't pass the barrier or something like that
3: oh okay so it seems like it's actually interacting with some symbol as opposed to say uh, fiends can't enter right it's It's not like a like a shield or anything it's it's actually interacting with something okay okay interesting um. All right. So, uh, uh, I'll sort of make mental note of that, and I guess continue on to the tavern, which I'm assuming. Well, One, okay. I know you have labeled it on this map, but I'm assuming that it is this largest building off to my right, as described Indeed. by the, the the
2: sailors.
4: Is this building yeah. like shorter than me?
2: No, it's actually a lot of the buildings are much taller, which again feels a little weird for kind of mostly a halfling. Um, town. But she's still twice as not. tall as the wall. We're
1: at a port well, that's though, true, right? yeah. You
2: still have to dug down a little bit to get in. But Aren't they at a port? A port?
1: Like, aren't we at a port town?
2: Yeah, it's a port town. So yeah.
1: that makes sense that they...
2: Yeah, I, technically I guess the last one was kind of two, but, um, but it's certainly, yeah, this one seems to be much more catering to the taller folks.
1: They are woke oh. and inclusive of all races. They
2: absolutely are. Alright, you enter the tavern. There is some fiddlers in the corner. I do they all know the same song. <laughs> they all know. know the same song. Um, it's actually pretty busy. Um, there's a, a a bunch of halflings running around. There's, um, there's actually a tall, sort of brooding dark elf, uh, that's behind the bar. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's got sort of a, uh, kind of that short little man ponytail thing uh, with his kind of slicked back white hair. um, Very chiseled features. Uh, And then uh, everyone else seems to be just kind of enjoying themselves and talking and they actually barely even notice that uh, these three adventurers have arrived into the into the
3: Do the the occupants of this sort of common room look like they're mostly townsfolk and like dock workers or are there a lot of people that i would sort of recognize as
2: that's an adventurer maybe a couple people that are kind of still donning armor everyone else just looks like this is the end of the day and they've come to the kind of main tavern in town called the short shaft
3: (laughs) um and are there any tall folk besides the the drow behind the bar
2: uh there are a couple dragonborn um, that are in the corner, and they look to be just kind of dock workers. Okay. Um, and there's a human um, who's sort of cloaked and hooded uh, in the corner, drinking alone and smoking a pipe. Um, but everyone else seems to be halfling. All right, so we got a bunch of
3: halflings, a drow, a couple dragonborn, and Aragorn. Uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up.
3: <laughs> He's in a halfling bar. No,
2: no, you're, yeah. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, copy. Um uh, just
3: just just to really drive this home, I'm gonna sort of fiddle with the uh the ring that Burbage left for us. Um which I'm pretty sure was the it's it's his insignia ring, right?
2: Uh no, it was his magic ring. Oh, and that that wasn't the one that had the insignia on it? No. Oh, okay. not his! No, not his! Like crest or family crest or anything.
3: Okay, well, because I, I, I'm pretty sure before he'd had the one that had um, Theodric's
2: crest on it. He'd said to us, so it wasn't. Ye- yeah, I think that's a different one. Hmm. <laughs> if I remember right.
0: Yeah, that's a good
2: question, actually. <laughs> if, oh, this I one mean, might have yeah. Theodric's crest on it. Yeah, it, this one w- yeah, yeah, would yeah. have. The- on it, yes. So yes, I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, I, I, I'm probably, um, and it is the magic one because it's the one I helped him attune to before, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm I have that. Um, I'm probably wearing it on like a chain around my neck, not to drive these parallels home too much. Um, okay. Or if I'm wearing it, I would be wearing it such that the crest is like on my palm, so I'm not okay. displaying the crest.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. Gotcha.
3: Um. Because he had he had told me about I once we determined what ring this was I knew what that crest was.
2: Yeah. Um, um, it,
3: yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, I'll sort of go up to the, the the bartender. Hello.
2: Yes. What can I do for you? <laughs> I forgot, Drow. We're all French. <laughs> oh.
3: Septimaris. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh what is it you want? He takes a drag of a long <laughs> cigarette.
3: I was wondering if you had accommodations for the night.
2: Uh we don't have rooms here. You could go to the uh the Blackwood Inn uh just north of this building. Oh,
3: th- uh, thank you. I was also wondering uh we were sent as uh, by the by Missy the Tavern keeper in Cliffmill. There was oh yes. There was a, a halfling that had been traveling through there, and he left one of his bags. And she, we were headed this way, and we think he, she thought he was headed this way. Um,
2: have any travelers oh, come into town recently? That's funny. Uh, it was not Burbage, was it? <laughs> and a few other people sort of laugh around him. Bur- <laughs> he takes a drag of a cigarette. Burbage. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Kemp, yes. Who, who's this? What? You, uh, everyone seems we, to be laughing. Uh, he's there. Uh, well, he is such a something of a local celebrity the last few days. Why is that? Oh, well, we, we've just arrived in town. Perhaps you buy a drink and I tell you a story. That seems like a fair
3: trade. Hikari, uh, Stormbringer, what would you like to drink?
1: Uh, the strongest.
3: Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sort of point to Hikari. Uh, some paint thinner for the nice lady. Uh, something lighter <laughs> sure. than paint thinner for the large nice lady, and
2: something weaker than that for me. I see. Uh, so you see him put on some gloves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out a he pulls out a, kind of a flask of like a metal flask of some sort and unscrews it away from his face uh, and when he pops the top off of it he very carefully with his gloves uh pours it into kind of a steamy now uh, glass and, and cup uh, and he he moves that over to you hikari is
1: it like dry ice
2: yeah and he, and he puts a uh, Some whiskey, then uh, in a small drink for for Stormbringer, and he gives you what looks to be kind of an ale of some sort. Charity.
3: I
1: doubt before he's even done with the rest of the drinks to set my things down.
2: Uh, Give give me a constitution saving throw, Akari. Constitution
1: saving throw? Yeah,
2: I want to see how much this messes you up. Awesome. Um, And while she's doing that, uh, the bartender sort of begins. Uh, well, where do I start? Damn! The okay, oh. just rolled a nat 20.
4: That's awesome!
2: That is perfect. I just start, go, so I start running
1: around going, Woo! <laughs> all the the lights, the candles are, start flickering and turning, like, red and blue. And <laughs> like, my eyes turn black and the doors and windows You just are can't control just, your
2: thaumaturgy. Yeah,
1: it's just all... <laughs>
2: okay that's starting to freak people out a little bit and then and then it sort of dies down and everyone goes back to listening to the fiddles and drinking their and air. sort of counter thhaumaturgying things as I can <laughs> yeah. no 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 <laughs> uh that is downright impressive
1: damn straight
2: but uh let, uh let me tell you a story uh many years ago this town had a a mayor, a beloved mayor the ruler of the city Uh, his name was Eldon Dale and at this a few other kind of halflings have now kind of wandered over to start listening to the tale as well Uh, it seems like they know it uh, by heart, they've heard it a lot the last few days Um, but this bartender seems to be a decent storyteller.
1: What's the name?
2: Eldon Dale okay he uh one night, uh, there was a fire in his house. Uh, some say a magical fire.
0: Ooh.
2: It burned up Eldon entirely but left the structure around him completely unsinged. Interesting. Very interesting indeed.
1: Did he. do we think he spontaneously combusted?
2: Oh, we don't know. We thought perhaps this was true, but...
1: Did he like to smoke when he fell asleep?
2: Uh, we do not know such things, but... Mm. It is life to smoke to sleep. What? He takes drag of the <laughs> cigarettes.
1: Sounds like another... For the gang.
2: And this, uh... This horrible tragedy affected everyone in town. Uh, some people we thought just up and left, where he left behind a, a, a son, Theodric. Ah, but perhaps things are not always what they seem. We have gotten over the years a few uh, hints, let's say, that this was no accident that Eldon Dale. Was murdered.
4: Oh, really?
2: Yes, murdered. Of course. Who could have done such a horrible thing? Who has the power to do such a thing and disappear as quickly as they arrived? Mm. We did not consider that the murderer might have been one of the own townspeople. Is and this
1: like a, is he like a butler.
2: <laughs> this all of the all of the other kind of halflings are like ooh. ooh.
1: So this is something they obviously sit around and like talk about. It and scare seems each other. certainly,
2: especially recently. Yeah. Okay. Yes, the the townsfolk are sometimes very superstitious. We considered that uh, it must have been someone from outside the town that came in and assassinated our mayor in front of us but now that perhaps we have gotten the idea that this is in the town that one of us perhaps have done this we also looked at who disappeared very very quickly after this incident and well perhaps the guards know some even more that they're not sharing with the rest of us for Just as a traveler came the last few days, he claimed he was Mr. Burbage Kemp. And the name Kemp, of course, is familiar to all of you. Burbage has been gone for many years, in fact. He has been gone since that very night that our mayor was assassinated. And as he rode into town, he came to my very bar He drank with a few of these people here, and the town's guard seized upon him. Of course, all of us were shocked. No, no, it could not be Ij. We love Ij. There's no way this could be happening to (laughs) Ij. But I tell you, strangers, I tell you this true. That night, we saw the mild mannered Burbage. Become a master of the dagger. His his movements were so fast you could not see them. His, his acrobatics were so precise bouncing off the walls. Of course. It makes complete sense now. Burbage has been an assassin all his life. Of course he could have done this to our beloved mayor.
0: Um, quick and quick he point. grows a
2: little bit quiet and now pours himself a drink and with his cigarette and drink he now becomes a bit quieter Quick,
3: quick point, there's very little correlation between dagger mastery and
2: fire Says you what do you know about such things
3: uh, Tell me, was there anything you said that the, the fire didn't burn the building? Just the body? Did anyone witness the flames?
2: Burbage, perhaps.
1: Was there a body found, or oh
2: no, there was just ashes Ah. left.
1: Interesting. Was this mayor happy with what he was doing?
2: Oh, Eldon was... Uh, did he talk about I, I was not here when Eldon was here, but I hear ah. from these people that he was very nice. He was a good chap. He was a lovely person to under, to get to know. Perhaps he had a bit of a temper, but mm. who among us does not?
1: Were there any other strangers or anyone strange?
2: Oh, this was many years ago. You, oh, We on. do not know these things.
1: You remember all this other stuff. But you don't remember if there was anyone else strange here that you don't
2: were there... uh, there's a there's a dwarf in the corner of the bar that uh, sort of stands up at this and says aye there was a few more people here that night there, there were travelers that came into town of course we we wondered if they had come in to assassinate them. but I remember it very clearly I was even watching them. I watched them sit at that very bar all night long Yes. No, they couldn't have done it. But there were afraid people there.
1: Why couldn't they have done it?
2: They sat in the bar the whole night.
1: So you're telling me that no one could have done this with more than one person?
2: Well, perhaps, but these foreigners were here all night. Who? Could you
3: describe those foreigners? Yes.
2: Oh, they were they were odd. They were dressed in black. I remember. Ah, uh, one of them had a mask on. Ah, uh, he had. Ah, uh, uh, he had lots of rings on him. That's about all I remember. I think they're like. I think they're humans. I think they're men. One. One's probably a woman. Yeah. You think one had a mask?
3: One was a man, one was a woman, was one a child. Probably.
2: Ah, maybe. Could have been young. And I also was drinking a lot that night.
3: I understand. You're going to see Charity sort of steeple his fingers as he thinks. And so tell me with, with all of this um, hullabaloo recently uh, where... Where is
2: this Burbage now? Uh, this we do not know. See, the guards were able to mark him, but Burbage was too fast. They could not catch him. All we know is he is here somewhere in this town. Hmm. He obviously cannot leave. <laughs> Why not? Oh, well, he was marked. I, I I I don't understand. Oh, the the guards. They they are able to uh, call upon uh, some of the magic of the town. They if they mark you and they put the their seal on you, you you may not leave the town. The the seal cannot pass the barrier of the the stones. Ah, see. In retrospect, uh. They just trapped a murderer inside here with all of us. It I was, was not perhaps their best thing to do, but...
3: Furthermore, a murderer that they could not catch, having ambushed him.
2: Uh, that dwarf speaks up again and he says, oh, I don't think they knew that Barbage was, was much of a fighter at that point. They came in and they saw him and they slapped it on him right away. Ah, uh, Burbage was confused too when they accused him of the murder of Eldon Dale. He, of course, didn't know such things. Ah. Uh, oh, well, well, we'll get it sorted out by the time our mayor gets back. Uh, Who's who the mayor? Oh. Ah, uh, Phaedrick's the mayor now. In. Uh, Eldon's son. In, in,
3: inside uh, Stormbringer's head, you hear Kavash.
4: <laughs> Sorry, she's gonna, gonna go to shake her head like she's trying to get something out of it.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I just thought, I was just picturing hearing,
3: gosh. It's in Charity's okay. voice still. Yeah, Charity's voice in her head.
4: Okay. Uh, is the mayor like usually like an inherited position like that? Or do you guys, are you democracy? What
2: is Ah, uh, we, we, uh, after the mayor dies, we always vote on a new one. Uh, and there's been two other mayors since since Eldon. Uh but Cedric's come of age. He's he's grown up in the town, he never left. Uh, yeah, he's it he was a good pick for it, but he's been he's been away recently. Ah, uh, some people think it's because he was looking for Barbridge. But now Barbridge is here and so they sent for him.
3: Where did they send for him from?
2: Uh, I think he was I think he was visiting. Uh, oh, where was it? Ah, uh, he was going north. Ah, uh, I can't remember the towns up there. Interesting. So the the guards have merely
3: trapped a potentially dangerous, potentially murderous halfling within these walls, and they have no concept of where he is.
2: Uh, the bartender, then, is... Well, yes, I think this is uh, accurate for you to say.
4: If you guys want to hire us, we're, like, really good at finding people.
2: Oh, is this true? Just saying. Mm-hmm. Ah, well, um, just outside the gate that you uh, probably walked in from the docks, uh, the magistrate's offices and the, the guard barracks are out there. Uh, if you speak to them, perhaps they will uh, hire you. uh <laughs> It is definitely something that all of the townspeople people have have uh oh how you say made fun of the cards for uh, they <laughs> they sealed garbage and then they lost him uh and uh they cannot find him for now two days so uh oh, I'm, I'm sure they would like to cover up this mess very quickly
3: mm. thank you that's all very helpful information I appreciate it uh what what of do we? Course. What do, what do we owe you for the drinks? And feel free to put your own on the bill.
2: Oh, this is very kind of you. So, ah, uh, six silver.
3: Here you go. I'll slide him the money.
2: Uh and miss ah, uh, you with the red hair. Ah, uh, do you mind if ah, uh, if, if my my girl draws you? Girl
1: draws
2: me? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, she she likes to draw anyone who who tastes of the dragon's breath.
1: Who? Oh, who tastes? I thought you meant I smell the like dragon's breath.
2: Okay. Oh no no.
1: Um yes.
2: All right, and so is this, there anything
1: weird? This like
2: really kind of thin, uh, drow elf. The hair is like all over her eyes. She looks so emo. She comes over with a small pad of paper and begins to sketch you. Okay. Uh, and you are kind of are like looking around, like this is weird. But you do now see several other drawings up on okay. the wall uh, so next to it.
1: So it's like I get a T-shirt, like <laughs> yeah. I survived.
2: This is the
3: <laughs> "I Beat the Dragon's Breath Challenge" yeah. commemorative, <laughs> yeah. like Polaroid. Absolutely. Uh, about how long ask does it? A second. About how long does it look like it's going to take her to finish that sketch?
2: Uh, she's very quick. About okay. ten minutes. Okay. Yeah. So
1: I'm gonna ha- ask for a second drink.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Roll constitution. Yeah, give me a
2: Constitution saving throw with advantage this time, since you did so well last time. Um, and in the meantime, what else are we doing?
0: Uh,
2: I
3: would, I, I would probably, um, <laughs>
2: well, a seven. Not as <laughs> disadvantage. No I advantage. F- yeah. I
3: feel, I feel like my response may change based on what Akari is probably about to do. <laughs> yeah. So Akari
2: takes the drink. Uh, and then goes, <laughs> and uh, out comes a little bit of fire from her oh, okay. breath. is gonna clap her
4: really hard on the back, like <laughs> probably way too deep.
1: hard. I'm gonna <laughs> ask for some ale
2: <laughs> to wash it down yes. with. All right, I feel like so Hikari a lot tipsier all of a sudden.
3: Um,
1: I don't know what's going on. <laughs>
3: Charity will kind of, as the fire maybe is moving towards him, just sort of wave his hand through it and dismiss it. Hmm. Um. I'll uh walk. I'll walk over towards the dwarf who was talking to us.
2: Yeah.
3: Like, so you you seem to have been here that day.
2: Hey, you, I remember way back then. You you seem to. I don't, I don't remember. Sometimes yesterday. But I remember that night. You like the drink, don't you? I. Who doesn't in here? And he sort of raises his glass and gets a few cheers from people around him. Uh-huh. Tell me,
0: you...
3: You seem to think that when Theodric is back, this will all be sorted. And everyone else here seems extremely convinced that Burbage was the killer. But it seemed like you maybe had some doubts.
2: Oh, no, but I... I Barbage could have been the killer, oh, that's fine. I don't know. Ah, uh, I don't know, he was always a sweet lad. I'd find it odd that I... Uh, he had done something like that, but... Well, I... I, I it doesn't matter, they could come back and, uh, they'll find him and kill him, I'm sure.
3: Well, perhaps we can, to our own profit, help with the finding him, at least. Aye. I...
1: Um... um... Oh, sorry, go ahead.
3: No, no, you got it.
1: I was going to... Kind of the people we're talking to? Uh-huh. Um, Check out... Hold on. Roll. Oh, I don't think I have anything. In it. I have persuasion.
2: What are you trying to do? I'll, I'll tell Basically you which to Basically
1: trying to figure out, like, who's... If, I mean, I know I have a spell for it, but who's... Like, are people telling us the truth or are they trying to, like,
2: oh, get us be, all drunk yeah. and, like... Yeah, you so you could, like, stuff. kind of hone in on one person and that'd be an insight role. An insight role. Um, oh, and who would you like to kind of
3: Who's see if they've shady? been telling
2: you or sh- if there's something shady. The shady? Uh, I mean, they're all kind of odd. It's hard to tell. The dwarf, the bartender, the... I, I'm gonna say the girl. bartender. Alright. Yeah, give me an insight check. We'll Oop, I did it
1: turn. with
2: advantage, right. sorry. Uh, oof, a five. Can I
1: try it again since I did it with advantage? No, we'll <laughs> just take that five
2: for you. Uh, yeah, he seems totally fine. Oh, great, trustworthy. Great. You nice. have no reason to... You're trying to read him and uh, you just don't trout. know that many trout. It's hard to read their yeah. facial expressions sometimes.
4: Okay.
2: Uh, Stormbringer, um... There's, a uh, the human, the cloaked human in the corner, um, kind of wanders up to you and, uh, says, oh, you look like a total drink of water. Let's Thanks, just say was... I'm, I'm pretty thirsty.
4: Is this Is a guy?
2: Yeah. I'm a guy. You're,
4: you look like a medium weird shaped drink of water, but I think the Thanks. bartender <laughs> has water, maybe? If you're thirsty.
2: Uh, I'm not thirsty for water
4: are you (laughs) thirsty for blood because I'm not really into that someone tried that once and it was itchy and I didn't like it
2: I mean I'm into a lot of things um I got a room over at at the Blackwood Inn if, uh, if you're not doing anything later
4: I am doing so much later. I've got a packed schedule. <laughs> I need to wash my
2: hair and ah.
4: just... Yeah, sorry.
2: Oh, no, I get it, I get it. That's totally fine. Hey, you with the red hair.
1: Uh, yes.
2: Uh, was your father a baker? Oh my god. Because your butt looks like bread.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um... So I'm going to. Can I do this without it being a bonus?
2: Yeah, yeah, you can okay. do that as an action.
1: So I'm gonna chaotic step, which means I'm gonna teleport to okay. 20 feet away from him.
2: <laughs> you just, you just like there's this like black little light that blinks and oh. and. Akari is gone Do I and have she, to you're now like it? in the corner of the bar at, like completely away from this guy at, and he yeah. seems to have lost track of you completely at the same time <laughs> Charity is
3: going to thaumaturgy
2: um, okay.
3: and whispering in just a voice he hears sort of behind him careful what you're up to before you're never able to be up to anything again
2: he like whips around in his cloak, very kind of slow motion, raises up above him, and as it does that, you see all of the daggers that are lining his body underneath. Uh, and then he whips around and sees that no one's there, uh, and then kind of stumbles forward a little bit. Uh, hey, man, I like obviously some tiger. drunk, and is now like, you know what? I don't need any of you. I can have fun by myself.
4: I mean, wait. Do you want to arm wrestle? You had a lot of daggers there, and that means you're strong, right?
2: Nope. <laughs> oh. No. Not-
4: <laughs> you're um, not strong. I
2: don't think I'm gonna arm wrestle. Oh. I don't know. I just saw a girl disappear, so I'm probably had way too much. I'm it's gonna. Boring. I'm gonna blink and be like, "What girl?"
4: <laughs> yep.
2: Definitely had too much. I'm out. Uh, and he points toward the door as he's walking toward it, uh, pushes it open with his finger, and just leaves.
3: Uh, I'm gonna thaumaturgy again and slap him on the ass with the door as he leaves. <laughs>
2: you hear him kind of clump, like, like just sort of crumble into a heap on the on the steps outside the the tavern door.
3: I'm gonna just look at the bartender with a smile. The trick never gets I old. Am-
1: I'm in the corner that I teleported to, yeah. singing under my breath. Um, sorry. You're singing. I'm singing under my breath. I'm gonna knock you out. The car's gonna <laughs> knock you out. I'm gonna <laughs> knock you out. The car is gonna knock you out. All right. Just over and over and over.
3: Okay. I'm gonna say like, so you said that the the guards and magistrate were just outside the gate.
2: Hey, yeah, uh, they're just outside the gate Uh Maybe, maybe stay clear of his Uh, of the kimps While you're in town, though I wouldn't let them know that you're looking for Burbage Why is that? Well, they're Let's just say they're of different minds On him
4: Wait, wait, there's more of them? Has someone checked with them to see if Burbage is with them?
2: Oh, the Kemps? Yeah, of course. That's the first place they check.
4: I mean, did you guys, like, look under the bed and stuff? That's the first place I look.
2: I don't know. I wasn't there. Oh. Where did oh, they look? They checked his mom's place up and down, and I'm, I'm sure they checked Avery as well.
1: Who's Avery?
2: Avery was his brother.
1: Oh. Was? Okay. Was his brother or is his brother?
2: I... is. Oh, Okay. Uh, Where do they live? You might might steer clear of them all entirely. Hmm. Where do they live? Uh, Well, his mother's still around and she lives in the Kemp Estate, which is uh, a little further to the south. Uh, And then Avery has a place uh, just up north. I can mark it on your uh, map of the town that I'm sure they gave you as you came in. There
1: uh, I think that'd be good
3: Indeed they did, thank you
1: Probably one of the first places we'd like to check
3: Sure I, if, nothing, if nothing else, you mentioned a camp estate a and it seems likely that if he was going to be hiding someplace it might be someplace
2: he was familiar with Oh, well, well I guess that makes sense to me
4: <laughs> um, um You said they're weird and we should stay away from them. Are they dangerous? Should I arm wrestle them?
2: I'd say most people would tell you they're not dangerous. But I don't know, there's something in his mother's eyes. Mm. She's, she's killed before, that's what I think. Well, oh don't Avery was sweet, but Avery's been gone a long time. He just came back a few years ago.
1: I say we go meet this brother.
2: Well, wait, we have to
4: go get hired by the guards first, right? I'm not doing this without getting paid.
3: Exactly. Oh, true. <laughs> true.
1: But then I say we go do that, because... Are Avery... Did Avery and Burbage look a lot alike?
2: Ah. Uh, no, no. But uh, Avery was, uh... Avery was the, the handsome one.
1: Ah. Oh. Okay.
3: <laughs> I feel like Charity barely manages to suppress a grin. Um... Uh, thank thank you for the advice. Uh, I hope you have a good night and that you're able to remember tonight tomorrow.
2: Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks. That's good.
3: And so I'll probably motion to uh, Stormbringer and Hakari to follow. Yeah, assuming yeah. that they're assuming they don't seem like they're
2: actively engaged with anything. Nah yeah it's nah. started kinda of dancing on a table again and she's gotten down now and is following. Um a bit drunker than before, but I'm gonna message
3: Cantrip to Stormbringer. This is a quiet conversation, so it's really important you use message to respond to me right now.
4: Okay. I say out loud.
0: <laughs> God <laughs> <laughs> <Damn it. laughs>
4: And then I'll message it to you. Okay, sorry. Yo, come the file.
3: Did Burbage ever mention a brother?
4: Yeah. Um, I'm messaging this to you, too. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I wanted you to check on him that night um, back in Cliff Mill, is he was acting real weird, and he said, like, uh, hold on, let me check...
2: Let me check my memory.
3: <laughs> downloading. Downloading. I'm flipping through my memory.
4: He had a brother who left when he was young, and his mother kind of sucked. I don't think that's the words he used, probably. But maybe it is. That's well, what I remember, anyways.
3: It's about 50-50, and I trust you on the general content. Worrisome.
4: But, yeah, that's basically all he said.
0: Don't. We need to find if- him.
4: Burge.
3: Yeah, but I... Yeah. I don't know if they're going to be the best of leads, but first let's see if we can manage to get paid for finding our family.
4: Yeah.
2: You know, two Sounds birds, good. one
3: stone. Um, and as we're going, are there, I assume, like, sort of street lamps?
2: Yeah, there are, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely.
3: I'm gonna, uh, point to sort of the nearest one, um, and we're gonna cast, uh, Thaumaturgy. Um... And the the flame of it is gonna switch from uh reddish orange to silver, all right, just in case Burbage is watching.
4: yeah, I mean he should like hear about us, right Would not be very sneaky <laughs> that's true no, like I feel like he'll just find us, but hopefully
3: um, so yeah, I guess I'll walk to the magistrates
2: all right, yeah, so um. So it's these buildings over here. All right. Also the the fiddling music dies down a bit more. I just assumed they were following us into the street. <laughs> All right. So there's the magistrate's offices, which seems to be uh, a little bit more of the law of, of this area. And then the guards barracks specifically, uh, if you wanted to talk to actual guard members. Uh, and it wh- is getting toward late at night. There are definitely some people in these buildings, but it does seem like they're kind of closing up shop. And
3: Do I think it would be more likely that the magistrates would pay us to find him or the guards?
2: Uh, it's kind of hard to tell. Actually, they both seem like they would have slightly different motivations for <laughs> paying you. Magistrate would do it a little bit more officially, Guards might do it a little bit more under the table, you would wonder.
1: I say we try the magistrate first, because it'd be harder for him not to pay us if, like... Oh, that's true. Like, you know, they're like, oh, we're not going to pay you now. We're In jail. You're
3: presuming we're actually going to deliver burbage to them. Yeah. But people paying us under sure the table paid. might... I'm not
1: going to, but I think people that they pay, would pay us.
3: People paying us under the table pay up front. Uh, do they? Yeah. They do if they want help, at least in at least partially.
4: Okay, you do the talking, cause I'm talky talky, you know.
3: Uh huh. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna probably stick my head into the guard barracks.
2: All right, yeah. Um, yeah, you open up this large, heavy wooden door. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Curry's already saying hey. Uh, and and this, yeah, you see, actually. What almost looks like a second tavern here? Uh, there are guard now members drinking. Uh, there is uh, a few guard fiddlers in the corner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is
3: amazing. This is like yeah, fucking
2: uh, D&D chopsticks for like <laughs> the fiddler. <fitting. laughs> Uh, there's yeah, so a few people kind of dancing around then and, um, uh, and a few like a couple of the um, there's a couple of human uh, females uh, that wander over to you and say uh, what's what's going on here what, what can we do for you
1: so they don't look very like to outsiders they don't look very happy
2: these females
1: like yeah like well what's going on like it looks like a kind of a guard thing not just people walk
3: in
2: Oh right, like this is, these are like their barracks. Yeah, yeah okay. you don't think okay. this is I, quite
1: normal.
3: Sure. I feel like also charity's like, oh, this explains a lot. <laughs> um like uh we were we're uh, newcomers in town and uh we uh-huh. were over at the, the short staff and the bartender was mentioning that the last few days had been um and I'm going to Charity Smile is the like Picture of sympathetic commiseration. uh like mm-hmm. you have uh, been busy the last few days, and perhaps a bit more of a topic of conversation than you might like.
2: uh y- yeah. All right, uh, yeah. Come, o- come on over here. Yeah, come, o- come over here. And these are human women, you said? Yeah, hu- human women. Uh, both, both like really long hair, blonde. Blue-eyed, quite attractive human women. Did, How many? Do they oh, have? They look actually like sisters themselves. How do many? they have guard uniforms? Yeah, guard uniforms. Okay, yeah, okay. So I'm
3: like, I'm not like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- there's, there's, there's not like you know hostesses or entertainers or something. This is no, not at all. Okay, no, no these are <laughs> these are guards.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow uh, them over. Yeah, they pull you How aside. How strong do they look? Uh, I mean, decently. Like, they got they got long swords at their sides and, um. One of them has a shield on her back, and so they they pull you kind of aside. Oh, uh, yeah. Look, we've been obviously we, this whole Burbage thing is has gotten out of hand. Uh, we can't find him. What is it? What is it you want? All right, let's just try to keep this quiet. This whole thing quiet.
3: That's absolutely what I want. I want okay. to help okay. you keep this quiet.
2: Alright, I'm just saying. Let's be quiet about it. Do you... uh, How exactly can you help us? Do you have, like, a a cousin
3: in Federo that keeps saying, hit your numbers?
2: (laughs) 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 Uh, no. Okay. Not that I know of.
3: This is just eerily... Sorry, sorry. Mistaken identity. I think he was a dwarf. Uh, 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 Uh... My... My family and I have, uh hunted some relatively fearsome people across the lands, and we know how to handle ourselves, we know how to look for people who don't want to be found, shall we say. And...
1: Fiddle music stopped pretty quickly. I was gonna say, I'm like, yeah. did no, the no,
3: fiddle music actually yeah. stop, or were we just at a point in the loop?
0: <laughs> just in the loop, yeah.
3: Okay, because I'm like, otherwise Charity would be like, and maybe we go now. Uh-huh. <laughs> go. Um yeah. like, us uh, go! And, uh, how should I say this? Where we're not guards. We don't need to maintain a reputation and we're more than happy for people to believe in the efficiency and capabilities of their guards.
2: Uh, I think I get what you're putting down here. Um, so let's just say let's just say alright, let's let's just say that you were to find Burbage alright? You know where this Mr. Kemp is you come to us you tell us where he is and we and actually go and get him and bring him out and let the whole town see us taking him
3: I I, I, I might suggest even one better okay. perhaps okay. Uh, if my family and I were to find this Mr. Kemp as you say uh, uh-huh. perhaps we sure he's actually going to air quotes convince him to be at a convenient location for you that we then tell you. Oh,
2: yeah. Less fuss. Oh, less fuss. He's not in hiding at that point? Oh, yes, yes. I can
3: assure you he won't be ready for you to uh,
2: come meet him. Uh, what do you think, sis? She says. Yes, yes. I, I think that's quite good. Um, let's do it. Uh, do you have any sort of special skills, or could we just pay you, like, five silver? Charity is going to smile, and
3: flames are going to arc over his shoulders. I would be classified as having special skills.
2: Ah. Stop (laughs) it, then. People are definitely sort of looking now in the corner of, of this. I meant
1: I could juggle. (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, and and she sort of looks at you, and then she looks at Stormbringer with her giant axe. And I'm
3: going to I'm going to recommend that if, if you need a demo of her special skills, you might want to have someone r- handy with a sling.
4: Stormbringer's oh. going to kind of flex at them. It's unclear if she's trying to like show how tough she is or if it's just like impress them.
2: <laughs> Hooray, And. Ah, uh, you with the red hair, mm-hmm. what are you good at?
1: Um If I do a spell, do I have to use a
2: spot? You <laughs> could cantrip. Yeah, you okay, could can cantrip if, if the there's cantrip. a cantrip or something. Yeah, you've Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, okay. So all of a sudden this wait there's two sisters? yes and who else is in there?
2: all of the guards okay <laughs> a lot so, of guards careful of what's the, gonna happen all of a sudden this
1: flame like radiance descends on one of the guards and yeah they have to take a like just it's like a flame from No.
2: <laughs> so you're okay so you're casting uh, sacred, sacred flame. flame on one of the guards yep Okay, I feel like as
3: as he sees this charity, just starts rubbing his brow.
4: It's
3: <laughs> the coolest
2: one. Y- you're not wrong. It is the coolest one.
1: And he has to make a dex state yeah. dex saving throw or take one DA for you. Yeah. They ask.
2: No, you're good. You're good. Are
1: supposed to do like? Well, the ground rumbles a little bit.
2: Yeah. Ah! Oh no, that's an 8.
1: <laughs> oh, so
2: go ahead and roll some damage. Go ahead and roll that spell for me. Let's see. What happened? Alright. Okay. There we go. Alright, so they're gonna take 4 radiant damage. Um. Yeah, so th- And like, then I just
1: smile. Through... I do like that yeah. like, eyebrow half smile. Through
2: the ceiling, uh, this moat of fire uh, and this kind of white fire um, just engulfs one of the female guards. Um, she is now on fire, trying to pat everything out. Uh, a couple of other guards like pat her out, as, uh, and she's sort of barely conscious. And so. as she
3: does, I'm going to cast healing word. Okay, like, I meant, like a rise, ride,
1: not one of the female
3: ones. Uh, so he they are healed for seven. Okay, good. And I'm also gonna uh, smile. I'm like. I have many talents.
2: Um. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, we don't. Okay. Fine. You have talents. All of you have talent. Ah. Uh, but you also, you also just attacked a guard. So I how about we? Them. I don't
1: they see. Ask me what I could do. I,
2: I don't. I don't see any injured guards. Give me a persuasion check, Charity persuasion and
3: I'll throw in that d4 uh
2: 17 17's good they're like ah oh. okay look no no harm no foul don't want any trouble five gold apiece what what do you What do you say
3: <sighs> to capture someone that evaded you oh, all I thought
1: they meant I thought they were saying, pay them five gold a piece for the damage, and I'm like
3: they would pay you. Five gold a piece to capture someone who eluded you. Yeah. Lowering your reputation in the town, and from what they were saying in the bar, there's a general perception that the sum total of your efforts was to trap a dangerous criminal inside the city.
2: That's worth five gold a piece to you. Okay, maybe maybe twenty-five. Yeah. All right, twenty-five apiece, each of you, seventy-five total. Just we're just we're trying to we got we got to get burpage. I all absolutely right.
3: understand. We have to ten, find Kemp. Ten apiece up front.
2: Yep. Good job. <sighs> okay. Ten. All right, ten each. Here you go. Now.
1: Fifteen more each when we complete this.
2: When you complete it, that's fine. Um. Maybe, maybe she doesn't come in next time. Maybe she stays outside. Uh, I'll do, do, po- po- possibly advisable. I'm I... not a
1: horse. <laughs> I got one of those. I don't outside.
2: know those teeth. You could tie her up out front. There's a couple. Okay. Oh,
3: I assur- oh, I assure you there will be nothing left if we do.
1: Okay. Um.
2: So it looks like Charity is definitely. Charity and Stormbringer are both kind of giving you eyes. Like, okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's okay, but she go. said
1: something about my teeth, right?
2: She did say something about your teeth. Bite.
1: 18!
2: <laughs> you You immediately descend on this guard and biting biting at her. It was
1: an accident. They fell into my mouth.
2: <laughs> because of uh, her making fun of your fangs, you sink those fangs yep. uh, straight into her. You definitely hit if you want to yep. do damage.
1: Do I have to? You
2: don't technically have to. I will do damage.
1: Kinda... I just wanted her to. Okay.
2: You don't have to inject your I won't poison, poison in her. Um... All right, and, and, as, that's, and as this def- definitely guards are now pulling their swords.
4: Stormbringer's um, going to grab Hikari. Okay. okay, time for the luggage gambit <laughs> and toss you over my shoulder. <laughs> We're leaving, we'll be back when we found the Burbank. I have a thing about my teeth! <laughs> okay, Hikari.
2: i and just just like, biting at the air <laughs> as you are pulling her away.
3: As, as, as you sort of drag her, like, and as like the two of them are now outside... Allow me to reassure you that next time we won't bring her in with us, nor will we leave her in charge of where we deposit
2: burbage. Fair enough. All right, here. Thank She's you. She's like rubbing her, her shoulder where Hikari bit her. Just just take the money. Just her go.
4: shoulder ran into my open mouth. Thank you. Are you like shouting that from, from being carried <laughs> over my shoulder?
3: Oh, I'll... I'll I'll bow to the guards. As a note, any possible leads, any contacts that Burbage might have in town that he might go to?
2: Uh, all of them are now attending to the the burn victim and the bite victim. <laughs> the burn victim has absolutely no wounds. I healed her for over twice, like for twice the damage. They're, they're still attending to her. She's,
1: she's, she's being a pussy.
2: She's very now emotionally distraught.
1: Oh, God. I got bit. Oh, I was on fire. So they're, they're really
2: not paying much attention to you at this yeah. point. <sighs> Could the have gone better.
1: Appearance and then ask them to do stuff to prove things.
3: I'll just sort of go what and I'll... What
1: was I supposed to do?
3: Thaumaturgy the door open and then closed behind
2: me. Uh, All right. Well. Oh, you're now it. out into the brisk air of the Could have been better. Of the night. Could have been worse. I'll
4: hurry down if I think that so. she's not going to go back in and start shed. I won't. Yeah, um, got I'll, 25 gold each, though, instead of five.
3: Oh, I'll, I'll, uh, yeah,
4: I'll
3: hand Stormbringer and Hakari each. They're 10 gold pieces from the advance. Alright. Well, I suppose we should probably go get a room or two at the inns if they have availability, and then we can start hunting in the morning.
4: Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah,
3: I, I would say that there's absolutely zero probability that the guards are going to find Burbage before us.
4: That's true. That yeah,
3: seems
2: the case. Yeah. All right. So do you guys uh, head back into town into the uh, Blackwood Inn? Yeah,
3: I'll probably also stop by the sh- the short shaft and ask the bartender to send over um, something very strong over to the guards quarters. I don't mind
2: handicapping the field. Okay. Uh, he says 20, 20 gold. I can uh, send them some uh, cheap whiskey. Strong cheap whiskey? Strong cheap whiskey, yes. Outstanding. Alright. Uh, and I guess uh, along the... Maybe
3: along the way back in, um, I would send word to the ship that we'll be staying okay. in town um, and will be here at least through the morning. Uh, they should sort of keep watches and you know, normal ship stuff. Yeah. Sounds good. Actually, in, uh, if uh, I'll ask him to send something very strong to the guard barracks and maybe something less strong but still enjoyable to
2: our ship. Um, here we
3: go. For an Some ad- ale. Yeah, like yeah. for an
2: additional 10 gold maybe. Sure, absolutely, yeah. I will make sure I do this, yes. Uh, have a good night, Thank all of you. you. If there's anything else that you need from uh, the short shaft, uh, you let me know, no? Uh, n- no? Ye- yes? No! <laughs> no, no, no! I'm
3: going to just sort of look at him. You almost remind me of someone I once knew.
2: Okie dog. <laughs> You're not all right. awkward enough. This has been Goats and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. For more information about us, check out our website at HelpfulGoat.com or follow us on Twitter at helpfulgoat. For more of our shared gaming projects, check us out on Twitch where we are Helpful Goat or on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next
0: time. Hey everyone, one more thing. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode and want to hear more, check out our brand new podcast feed, Helpful Goat Presents, a games and gaming podcast. Over there, you'll find other game related content, including our playthrough of the one page role playing game big gay orcs, which was my first time GMing, and it was a lot of fun, as well as other shorter Dungeons & Dragons campaigns with whole new characters going on whole new adventures, starting with Waterdeep Dragon Heist, so go check it out, and if you like what you hear, please consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes or Stitcher, we would
2: really appreciate it. Thanks.